Hello and welcome to episode 10 of After the Whistle. As always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Donald and Moose. Say hello, guys. What up, guys? What's up, guys? So, episode 10, <laughs> the big 1.0, double figures. How are you guys feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good. Yeah, feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling <laughs> Echoing <laughs> Moose's <laughs> sentiments, but yeah. We are feeling good. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a great, it's a great time for us to hit episode 10 as the playoffs are in full swing. NBA playoffs, that is. Uh, the FA Cup semi-finals was just played. Yeah, we missed that, but hey, that's a sacrifice we make for our loyal listeners. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we are making this podcast, missing a great game, but the scores just came through. Uh, four two. Uh, yeah, final score four two. Yeah, final score. Chelsea 4-2. won. Yeah, Chelsea won, and um, <clears throat> for me, well, anyway, probably Chelsea fans are going to hate me for this, but yeah, <laughs> I really wasn't hoping. I was hoping that they wouldn't get there, but. Not not necessarily out of hate, but then I I, re- so I think Spurs I think you be an impartial. <laughs> no, I think I think Spurs like I feel like it's time that they want something. They you almost always seem to be just yeah. Be I think on it's time. Dundee. And I feel like they really have the squad to do that this time around. And um, I think that this was a very good opportunity. I feel like it was evenly matched. I think after coming off the back of the game against United, I felt like Tottenham. Could have real could really hurt Chelsea, and they played a full squad. And by full squad, I I I got the early lineup that were Hazard and Costa were benched. And I yeah. think Spurs played Kane, Ali. Yeah. I think yeah. they tried some weird yeah. thing with Son. Yeah, and but, but at the same time, to speak to this, this Chelsea team's resolve. Honestly, I thought yeah, United beat them properly, but I still feel like yeah, I never for once thought their season. I I don't think their season is going to you, be derailed because United of this. Beat them because it was a grudge match. Yeah, because they played it like it was a final. Yeah, it was the whole Mourinho versus exactly. Conte thing. Exactly. So. For me, I don't think it takes much away from what they will most likely achieve this season. So I'm not surprised there, even with Costa and Hazard. But, but another thing as well, it's 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 sad how we only measure success in tournaments won because yeah. you know I feel like <laughs> no, but to be fair, that's what Liverpool. You're going to sound like a Liverpool fan. Who's <laughs> going to say that. No, it's not. It's, we have it's, the teams is, and we have is, the wins. No, this is, just, this is just about being real. The thing about sports is, I mean, if only the winner had a successful season, then that really doesn't paint the right picture. Yeah. Because to be fair, if Tottenham finished second and they, make it to the, and they made it to the semifinal of the FA Cup, it's a I fantastic feel like, yeah. I feel like yeah. they can chalk that as a success, yeah. even though they didn't win anything. And I mean, if Man United won the Carlin Cup, EFL Cup, yeah. and they finish seventh, yeah. and they don't mm-hmm. win the Europa League, so to speak, I mean, come on. They, For me, they didn't have a mm-hmm. successful season, but yeah. they won something. They won yeah. something. So, yeah. You know, we like, like the measures of success yeah. are kind of imbalanced. You know, I, I always, like I always feel like the four teams who make it to the <laughs> semifinals of the Champions League have had successful seasons. That's how I feel because it's worth something. You can't just say only the winners did well yeah, because Atletico yeah. Madrid have been to two finals. Two finals that's yeah. amazing for a club like Atletico Madrid, and that should be something that would, should grow on the CV of, you know, Diego Simeone. That's my point. For me, it's not so much as like them not if they don't win the trophy, it means that they've not been successful. I feel like it will be a shame for for Spurs right now if they don't win a trophy with the squad. You understand me? I feel like they have the squad to feel like, okay, yeah, if they finish second, and yeah, it's been a successful season. But at what point do you feel like we have the squad 
we could have done more and we couldn't and it's a shame we we talk about golden generations of of certain teams i feel like this is the spurs this is probably the best spurs side ever really People I feel like forget they just, Van, I just feel like they have they have Van der Vaart, Van der Vaart, Van der Vaart, Van der Vaart. I feel like but then this squad this squad you're talking about two outstanding the players full the full complement of the squad like yeah. this is a well-rounded squad that it's, can challenge it's credit to the coach exactly I feel like this is more credit so, to the coach exactly and you have a really good coach who is you know in control of this team and so they're having like they're this having is what, the time they're having what I would call a successful season but they oh they are having league, a successful season the Premier League is as hard as it's ever been exactly but then would they when the season ends okay would they feel would they really miss chances yes would they feel like we Not had really. an opportunity no they are moving into a new stadium honestly I feel their like squad is coming okay. up they're yeah. probably going to be on the they now have the platform to attract younger yeah. talents. Yeah. They can probably now compete because people are looking at the stability that Spurs and Pochettino is offering. Mm-hmm. Internally, I think they are chalking this season as a very massive win. But trust me on this. Internally, they are also looking to win silverware. No, Something. exactly. They are also looking to win. No, for them, that will be the, crown, like, the crowning moment for everything that they are building right now. You understand fair. me? No, because fair. honestly, it will be a massive shame if this team... Just they achieve what they've achieved so far, second, finishing second, blah blah, qualifying for the Champions League. But in a f- in a few years to come, I think it would it would fall. It would be they will be remembered as a successful Spurs team. But no, then, we are dangerously close to predicting the next couple of seasons. Who knows? Maybe in the next two seasons they might win some silver. Yes, that's but what I mean. Up but to this point, yeah, yeah. If they right, if they yeah, don't if they in the don't. next five stretch, yeah. If Harry Kane spends four more seasons at spares mm-hmm. and doesn't mm-hmm. end up with any silverware to show for it yeah. it's going to be like well they could have they should have because the reality is that Spurs feel like they are building a team where they will get to a point where they don't have to sell their stars but you're saying they say they are doing it the natural way right exactly but then you have to understand that at, like if you, are no, if you don't win a trophy at least at any point will these players start to feel like okay maybe I think I should start exploring my options they definitely would yeah, but the, they, they the do reason, have a time scale. The reason players explore their options is for more money. Really, all the time? All the time, it's for more money. All the time, most. All the time, it's for <laughs> more money. I feel there's no I have glory. To disagree. No, no, I feel it's because there are the some number players of who have who money. Move for less money is inconsequential. You move for more money. Not always, though. No, I feel I see the number who don't are inconsequential. When okay. you compare it to the number who do, it's for more money. The Either way, is, they are good. If if isn't I went to I went to fall into a trap where it's almost often the bigger size that can offer more money. So in as much as they are moving for glory, they do happen to earn a bigger paycheck along exactly. the way. Exactly, that's why so, you are weighing your options. You're not you're not forced to do that. That's the reason why you do it. It comes with it. You could. I mean, you could reasonably yeah. choose. Yeah, but which player is going salary? No, but you which could, player is going to go like, "Hey, I'm moving to Chelsea, but you know what? I want to keep my salary just because I'm yeah, here for the glory." But why is that? Why is that <laughs> If you move for more money, you move for because, more money. No, but Moose. No, but you're moving for a chance to compete on a much wider. Okay, so let what me about make, this? let me make the point to you. Okay, Moose. <laughs> if if Harry Kane leaves Tottenham, one thing you're forgetting is Tottenham have a pay scale, and they are not going to pay him over a certain amount. And that's an amount that at a club like Manchester United, about six players are taking, Yeah, you understand, Yeah, twice, 
his yeah. salary. But then... So that's the reality. So yeah. then that's why these are the teams who have a shot at getting him. But, but also, you have to add United's history. As in the ability and the to potential compete. to win trophies. Exactly. Listen, potential to win trophies. Let me explain to you. When City were on the come up, they didn't have a potential to win trophies. They just had money to throw around. Yeah. And the players came. I get yeah. that. But that's what I'm you saying. You have to understand that money is the equalizer. But Moose, I'm saying it's not always the case. I'm saying because it's Ozo, 99 in his book, <laughs> said of the time. last season he had a huge offer from China. It was crazy money. <laughs> Could have gone, didn't go. Actually, because this might be a good point. Because when yeah. you talk, no, when you no. talk about China, you bring in, you bring in way more. Because variables. he could have oh. no, but you see, Bamus, China does. It's all about the it fulfills, money. yeah, it fulfills your condition. Yeah, it's job, all about the money because yeah. they are job security. No, job security. What job security? You are in China. You are being paid it's millions. No, it's it's different. Your contracts in China are different from your contracts in Europe. It's not a European court that's going to. Arbitrate on your contract. True, but so far you understand. So, you see, it's not, so it's different. No, but Plus, so far you have to adapt to playing. No, you have to adapt. No, but to so far in China, so far <laughs> so all the players who have moved, you have to adapt to play in China. You have to adapt to play in China. There's been no indication. It's it's, 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 a, it's a different country. No, it's a different mo- language. It's very different. Wow, what are the Europeans who are moving across? No, they are because it's Europe. Because it's the EU. I mean, I know, I know, I know. You have to respect that difference. You have to respect that difference. Okay, look at you respect. Have boundaries to, now. You really, do, no, you really do have to respect the difference. No, come on. Listen. Think about it. The players who are moving to China, yeah. think about it. The players who are moving to China are usually the non-Europeans. Because for them, moving to Europe is already moving to another continent. So what would moving to another continent change? If you go on. So that's why a lot of the Brazilians are there. A lot of the Argentinians are there. Because for them... I've moved to Europe. It's a different league. I'm moving there. I have to adapt to that. Or that's how. That's why <laughs> a lot of these Europeans Almost. aren't being chased to China. Almost. Because I know you. You can. You can honestly feel that players like Zlatan have had offers to go to oh, China. Probably and they a lot. And they haven't. Rooney. Um, you you understand. Rooney would rather go to the MLS yeah, than go, to, to, go China. to China. So you have to respect the fact that China is also a new frontier where there's too much. That's different from what you're using. Bamus, I think the point we are trying to make is that at the end of the day, you are going to weigh the options as they come and what they, how they are presented. And they are different variables. And they are I different guess. variables. Let me put it this way. Yeah. If well. a Premier League player moves to... If a star Premier League player moves to another Premier League club, he's going to get a pay rise. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And it's, it's not a given. He can choose to forego that pay rise. They never do. Okay. So Moose, I'm assuming Leicester. Why, I'm assuming why Leicester. should a player right. Exactly. So why? That, just, that just feeds into my point that it's money. Okay. So let me ask this question. Can, <laughs> Leicester, can Leicester offer Lukaku a huge pay rise from They cannot from they because they don't have the money to. And that's the reality of it. They don't? They don't. You think Leicester can offer Lukaku okay. 200,000 okay, pounds so a I'm week? asking. So let's say they can. Right. Let's say they can. Let's say they can. Do you okay. think Lukaku would go? Do you think Lukaku would go? Yeah. It would factor in. Really? It would factor in because if if now no listen if no. now no if now there were four clubs yeah who were offering Lukaku two hundred thousand a week yeah. and Leicester was one of them you would say okay all these are offering me two hundred thousand so now the two hundred thousand is the base 
<laughs> so what else do they offer me above the pay rise? Because l- let me put it this way: the reason why they can't offer it because everybody wants to. Clubs I, make revenues, actually, and everybody puts their wages at a certain percentage of the revenues they make. They make yeah. So the clubs that make more money can offer more money to their playing staff yeah, yeah. by virtue of that. If if you peg it at fifty to sixty percent, I mean. You would expect that clubs like yeah, Manchester yeah, United would be able to offer much more money mm. than a club like Leicester. Because at a club like Leicester, surprisingly, the highest paid player probably makes £100,000 a week. But That's moves. not far-fetched. But moves. Other than players at the tail end of their careers, I feel like when a player moves to another club, it almost always corresponds with a pay rise. And you're talking as if the pay rise is not... It's a it's a it's a bug and not a feature. It's a feature. Yeah, not it's a, a feature. Bug. No, it's a feature. But then <coughs> but again, it feeds yeah. into the players. It's not the primary. To, you know, for everyone. It's not the primary reason for everyone. Is, but you are saying it's a primary, primary reason, reason for everyone. I, I say it is a. So primary you believe reason. that? No, when I say so, that, so you yeah, believe that the transfer for a player starts with hey, I'm offering you two hundred k. Then the conversation starts. Then he starts to look at the club where they are competing exactly. and all Which other is, factors. That, that's my point. Even that's if it comes last. If we're if, not is a factor, I'll put it this way. But you're making I'll it put the it prime factor. I'll put it, you, are, you are putting it first. Even if you put it last, if the player comes in and says, I want to play for you, I want to play for your club, everything, and then in the end you say, okay, but we are going to offer you the same amount you're making at the club you're at. I think the player probably stays. It depends on what club we're so talking about. So if Barcelona, for example, exactly, comes for a saying. player and offers to tell you, hey, Let's say Ali, Deli Ali, or Coutinho that he's been yeah. linked with. We are going to bring you into Barcelona. Let's say Coutinho is earning one hundred five k a month at Liverpool, and we're going to maintain your salary. Are you saying Coutinho is not going to go? He's going to say, I "No, he's not. going to push for a, a, a salary rise," and that's and fair. That's the point I'm making. And, uh, that's what we are saying. That it's not it, a primary. And it's a feature. It's not a bug. It's part of the <laughs> deal. Part of it. If you're not giving me more, mm-hmm. why are you wasting my time? Yeah, you see, that's the thing. We are not denying that it's part of it. It and is. Let's move on. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but Moose, the fact that it's Barcelona, he might actually, eventually, if if Barcelona say we won't budge. He might eventually. He if could. Barcelona, even, if Barcelona say we won't budge, then they are not serious about getting him. But then the, he could possibly still move because it's Barcelona. Well, I can't speak for Coutinho, but I would. I would bet he doesn't move. <laughs> oh, I would bet he doesn't on, move. Man. Okay, fine. So I guess the ampers, but we all do agree that payment in terms of salary increase is a significant part of the yeah. players' you know consideration. Yeah. yeah. When they are looking to move or transfer out because of the club, because I guess one of the features of the clubs <laughs> that have more money is that they are competing. They actually compete for more titles. Yeah, because Everton may finish above Man United, but Everton players will sit back and know that well, this was an anomaly. This was an anomaly. This was a season where we did quite and well. I mean, look back if if um, Jamie Vardy had the chance to do it all over again. Do you think he goes to Arsenal? Definitely. definitely. I think he does. Yeah, Maris yeah. as well. He dips yeah. the hell out. Yeah, Maris would definitely grab that <laughs> with both hands and leave, man. But yeah, anyway, point made. Okay, so this segue was just because we are trying to figure out if Spurs had, is having a successful season or not. <laughs> <laughs> but I think all things considered, uh, Spurs are having a very decent season. They're having a very decent season. I mean, season. being above Arsenal is definitely going to keep their fans... Elated, 
being second in a very tough Premier League. True. Because they are they are they are quite a way above Arsenal. Arsenal are fit now. I think this is the year. <laughs> oh no, this is the year they finish above Arsenal. And this might be the year Arsenal don't make top four. Yeah. I agree. Lots of things to look forward to. I have to, a friend who's going to come at me for saying that, but yeah, I agree. I, mean, <laughs> I, I made it a conditional statement. I said this might be the yeah. year. I mean, we have seven games left. Exactly. That's 21 points up for grabs. That can swing. I mean, I feel like whoever in the top six wins all their games probably wins the title. Yeah. As unlikely as that, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. Okay, so Moose, uh, you've been paying major attention to the playoff games. Oh yeah, they've and you're going to be leading they've us. Been, they've, been, they've been eating in the discussion. My sleep. <laughs> they have been all those late AMs. All those late AMs, but they've all been worth it. I don't know. I don't know. My sacrifice has only been for the Celtics, but I've been able to catch a couple of the highlights, especially uh, LeBron getting into playoff beast mode. Decimating the pieces, man. Paul Paul George. He always gets into playoff I mean, I just, I just watch Paul George. I think it's just sad, man. The guy, Paul Paul George. But you have to understand that they are the eighth seed. (laughs) Yeah, they are lucky to be here. Could this be the end of the run for Paul George? Lakers. Yeah, it's it's. Actually, this might. If Moose is right, and it's and it's all and it's all about it's all about about the money. He stays. Yeah, because like he's probably he'll probably be feeling like you know. But I've, we are, I've, we are forgetting I've that done my time. we are forgetting that the the what do you call it the money they are paid is contingent on him making an All NBA team, yeah. which he does, which he didn't make this year. No, which no, sorry, the, the votes aren't out. So he. But might. it seems as if no, it seems as if he's going to get pushed out because it's it's they are, gee, the sad thing is there are two forwards. In mm-hmm. the MVP race, which are yeah, LeBron James it makes it and difficult Kawhi Leonard, him, yeah. and, you can't and, really and and you can't leave out Jimmy you Butler. Can't leave, yeah. And then there's also Gordon Hayward, and then there's also Blake Griffin. So it looks like this might be the year where he doesn't make an All NBA team, and yeah. those things factor into <clears throat> contract negotiations. Yeah. So I guess if there ever was a time for him to leave money on the table, it's now. But he has a, he has a year left before he can opt out. So the cards are still in Larry Bird's hands and he can choose to trade him for assets and potentially lose him mm. to unrestricted free agency next year where he would probably walk into whichever team whichever he, chooses, team he chooses, whichever yeah. contender he chooses because the guy is good. He, oh, yeah, come on. He's good. No, I mean, you know, you know the, the paces have been pretty bad this year, but they are hanging it with LeBron man, and it's... It's, it's nothing. It's it? nothing short of phenomenal. The guy yeah. is a superstar. Paul George is a superstar, and I don't know why people keep saying he's a B-level superstar. Whenever <laughs> you have, you know, they always want to put him a tier below, and I understand that. But we can all be. They can all be LeBron. I feel like and LeBron the truth is. But whenever you have, yeah. whenever LeBron you is have, legitimately in his own strategy. Yeah, he's in like his own strategy exactly. Yeah. And whenever you have the chance to get Close. a super two-way player, mm-hmm. yeah. You take it. Yeah. And he is a super two-way player who shows up in the playoffs. You know, we have lots of stars who don't show up in the playoffs. He's putting <laughs> up he's putting up amazing stat lines. This the boy is legit. Yeah. 
Give him his respect. Put some respect <laughs> on PG's name. Put some respect man. on his name. Put some man. respect on his name, man. But we definitely don't see the Pacers troubling the Cavs. They're definitely going to sweep this series, right? Yeah, man. They're, I mean, it's it's three and zero now. Yeah. So yeah. Come on. It's just it's just <laughs> it's just a game left. Yeah. But the first like the first game was close. It was the last possession game, yeah. which was impressive. That was the closest they've been. But the the third game where they threw away a twenty six point lead, my goodness, that was just some wonderful. I, and basketball. I f- and I feel like that can carry into the final, like you know, the next game. Oh yeah, the momentum like, will carry into yeah. the next game. The momentum will. But you know, the the paces have been dysfunctional all year, so it's 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 something that for if you've watched the paces all year, it wouldn't surprise you. Yeah, you know, I mean, they were the eighth seed in the East. This is a team that just a few years ago were battling it out with Miami in the conference, fi- the Eastern Conference Finals. So, you know, it's just, it's really just, it's really just. He's 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 in a bit of a um, like Russell Westbrook was. situation where it's just him and a bunch of you know, <laughs> and a bunch of other guys trying to make it work. This is probably a good segue. Uh, to Westbrook, <laughs> yeah. to, to Westbrook. I mean, I, I I mean, mean he played. He played a great game. They finally won a game. So hey, he, he, finally, has he finally won a game because because <laughs> he didn't take forty shots. Yeah, that last yeah. game. Yeah, was there was. Insane, I mean, man. in the first few quarters, you could see he was pacing himself. He was passing a lot. You know, he was trying to bring his teammates in, and they played well. So this so is this someone. Just, this just comes to show what we've yeah. all been saying. He doesn't have bad teammates. Yeah. He, he just doesn't allow them to play. So we can talk about someone who's probably identified what he needs to prioritize going yes. into the playoffs. He has identified yeah. what he needs to. So do coming now. in. He's going. He's he's going that direction. He's and, bring his and, and, and credit to him for figuring that out earlier than later. Yeah, you know because I think if anybody remembers one of uh, um, the NBA finals where the finals, the game seven with the Celtics, Lakers, Celtics, where Kobe couldn't find his shot. I mean, he ended up with was a fifteen rebounds and a lot of assists because he realized that hey, if the shot isn't coming, wasn't I have to else. do something yeah. else. I have to defer. I have yeah. to make my team pull me through because yeah. if we don't do it now, we've lost the championship. Yeah. So it's it's great that he's figured that out now. And also, I mean, at the beginning of the season, I just said he's good. He's he was bad Kobeing his team. Yeah, that's Russell Westbrook. Because, I mean, at the end of Kobe's career, he was taking a ton of shots. He was averaging 18, 20 shots a game. Russell is averaging more than that. Russell is averaging about 24 shots a game, which is just too much, to be honest. And in the last game, uh, the game before, in game two, he had 43 shots. He was 17 of 43. 17 of 43. His team took 97 shots. He took 43. These last two games have shown what I guess the worst of Westbrook and the best, yeah, of, and the best and of the best of yeah the, well, the potential best that we hardly ever see. <laughs> let's be honest. But the last then, two games have been the best yeah. and worst of Westbrook. Yes, but the question now true. is, do we think think that that, that, that he's, he's going to maintain? I mean, he, he's only that's a good question. More, is, this, right? is this a strategy that he's going he's going to be able to maintain? Because I feel like if you've gone all season playing in a particular way, and now. I mean, it's going to take a lot from him to shift completely. Shift. Well, to be honest, if if you played, teammates, if you've played two, if you've lost two well. games and you've tried, but let's let's be honest, he played a great game and it was still close. 
Harden and yeah, it was still a final possession game. Exactly. So Harden even, makes Harden makes that three pointer, and, and then it's a Rockets win. Exactly. So, so, so I I think there was an article that said they are doomed. Whatever Westbrook, uh, the standard <laughs> doomed. Whatever Westbrook does, because he has to play the way he's playing. Yeah, if he does, they lose. If he doesn't, they lose. They do, yeah. And so it's then. it seems that way because to be honest, he played a great game, and they still nearly lost. So, which direction would you? Think he should go in. He should go in. Yeah, hero he should ball, no. He should let's no, <laughs> Should he ball. play let's to his strengths? Ball. Like, should he just yeah? He has, but that's the thing. He has. He's not even playing to his strengths. That's what I feel like. This is a hot take because shooting doesn't seem to be one of his strengths. He's not shooting at an elite level, but. Like I said, he's bad cool being his team. He doesn't care. He doesn't. He doesn't know the difference between a good shot and a bad shot. He's going to take it, you know. And for someone like for for someone like this to be the best player on your team, for someone like this to be the player you defer to, I mean, like I said, your your best player is a player you can allow to be inefficient. But he's a bit too inefficient for my liking, to be honest. And. But credit to him, he never gets injured and he never gets tired, which are just he's just he's he's a he's a superhero. And I reckon are, I reckon uh, OKC wins one more game and then maybe oh then that, that would be that would be great for the series. Yeah, that, that would be, be yeah that's what I was going that, that would be great for, great for the series. For the series yeah. Keep it going, you know, a little bit more. Actually, I mean, I want I want all the first round series to go to game six. So for me, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I actually did miss this game. And I was just looking at the stats. I thought Harden did poorly, but the no, Harden had, had forty-four points. The guy had forty-four. Yeah, man. he had forty-four I, points. That's just insane, man. You get what you you understand? So I mean, every time um, Russ and Harden take a similar number of shots, you can you can see that Harden has much more the efficiency. Always you know, stands up. Yeah, but if you watch the game, you realize Harden was still doing that flopping thing he does where. He's, he was looking for <laughs> fouls. He was looking for fouls when he shot, and that led to about four turnovers in in just the first quarter. You know, so it's also something he should Again, look into. But it's the good, the good with the bad. No, but it's crazy. It's crazy how no, but it's crazy. But it's an art form, though. Yeah. It's for you to get your shot off and get one I mean, foul Harden, yeah. Harden, Come on, man. Harden is sometimes one of the hardest players to watch because. Every time you touch him on the perimeter, uh-huh. he just coughs up just, a shot yeah, attempt. Just, yeah. He just coughs up a short attempt to have three shots. And I feel like the league should do something about it. But hey, he's a smart guy. If he can game the system, he's going to game the system. But That's like again, saying, after having yeah. like four turnovers in the first quarter, it was still a close game, which just shows that I feel like OKC have to pull everything out of the tank just to run with the Rockets. Yeah. Like everybody knows the Rockets can just go crazy in one game and drop one twenty, yeah, yeah. drop one thirty. It can happen. They yeah. are just that kind of team. Yeah. You know, and man, but it's okay see and they they really aren't in a bad position going forward because knowing that these are Russell's strengths, you just know that maybe just another B level star and you're going to be a force you know, it's a rock on West. In the in, in in the Western Conference, so I mean, not a knock against Westbrook. I mean, he legitimately has a claim to being the MVP. I mean, there are knocks to his game, but there are certain things he does so well that nobody else in the NBA does. Yeah. So you have to give him that. He just has to work on the shot selection, and you know, bring his teammates in a bit more. Uh, have you had a chance to catch any of the Clippers games? Uh, the news this morning is that Griffin is out for the rest of the season. Really? Yeah. Confirmed. I believe so. 
Oh, then they're in trouble. Uh, tour injury. Tour injury. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But there were some members that the tour injury is just a cover-up for some other stuff. But What other stuff? No, because, I mean, a tour injury, I don't know how bad a tour injury can be, but I feel like it's something that you can manage. So you are thinking of something worse? You can medically manage. I think it's either something worse or... Yeah, it's, I think it's I, I think it's something worse, or there's something going on with the Clippers. But I mean, if the Clippers go out in the first round again, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know like about Clipper just, Nation, but yeah. I feel like it's time to just blow this whole this thing. Yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but Chris Paul's been balling, though. I mean, Chris Paul has been balling, but one has Chris to go Paul, at this point, right? Chris Paul is always balling. The thing about Chris Paul is he has to sometimes take on the offensive load and score more. I always yeah. like, you know, he. I always feel like he's someone who at. 20, 25 points, he's fine. But if he needs to, he can go. If he needs to, he plus. can go. I feel like in a playoff situation, you know, your premier scorers have to come to the table. And that's what he did. That's what he did in the last game they won. He, 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 scored, he scored over, you know, over 30 points and they won the game. He was all over the place, dishing assists, dribbling. Like, it was vintage Chris Paul. And he has to be more assertive that way because I feel like there are point guards who are doing better in the playoffs that he's a better player than. He like, yeah. this is Chris Paul. This is the point guard who has like 20 assists, zero turnover games. You know, this is the Chris Paul who knows plays like the back of his hand. This is one of the smartest players in the NBA. He's amazing and he needs to show it more. He needs to take over games more. I, I think he needs a bit more Westbrook he needs and to borrow a page seat. from you know from the Westbrook notebook for a bit, you know, just to get his team ahead. Chandler but is in a Kobe. Yeah. I mean losing losing Blake Griffin is man. Massive blow. It's it's a massive it's a massive blow. Similar and thing I feel like last if season as well, where they lost Griffin, they lost C P three. And yeah, then I, I, Austin I, Rivers yeah. had his chance to shine. Yeah, but Austin is out Austin is out exactly. this year. I don't think uh, they're gonna be so fortunate this time around. <laughs> it seems like Blake is also out this year, and man, yeah, the Clippers, man. I mean, I'm a Lakers fan, so uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah well I have to admit good, it. Huh? So, I mean, I'm a Lakers fan, so I can't wish well on the Clippers, to be honest. But man, three first round exits blow everything up. Well, okay, so hopping around series. What about the Trailblazers? Versus, oh, it's a sweep versus the Warriors. It's a sweep. Okay, sweep. so. Next, <laughs> I know, Next. I know. No, but my the, no, but the Warriors have been. Me. I mean, they are hitting the highs that everybody has seen. I mean, let's be honest. The Warriors to. took only eleven guys. <laughs> you know, they only had they only had about ten guys healthy, and about yeah. four of those guys were centers. Yeah, and they and they went and took a game. And you have to be honest here. If they if they're able to do that to you, then I mean, think about when everybody gets back. Yeah. It's gonna be a bloodbath. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, Blazers, but this, this is the Warriors. They yeah. can do that to anyone, yeah. so don't feel too Shouldn't bad. Shouldn't feel too bad about that. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Raptors. Why don't you want to talk about? Oh, Raptors, man, <laughs> Raptors, man, like <laughs> Raptors, but we'll get to the Celtics. It must, <laughs> I don't know how it feels to be a Raptors fan. All I want to say is. I, I feel like I have a, I, I definitely do want to adopt the Bucks as a second team or just <laughs> you should you should adopt the Bucks as just whole, because of Janice. this whole length actually and uh, Maka as well this whole length they have going on has just been freaking impressive just because they're able to just smother the ball 
And as a Celtics Giannis fan, Giannis blocked someone with his elbow. As a Celtics fan, I look at them like, oh my god, that's possible. We can have that. <laughs> yeah, because you have one of the shortest teams in the NBA. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, how many six foot and below guards do the Celtics want? I feel like the thing about trying the Celtics to make a is statement. they have they have this height line. They have this height line. Yeah, six <laughs> foot. You should check. Like, and if you're a point guard and you come through and your head touches the line, you know, you go out, you're out. Because I mean, Rozier, it, yeah. be, uh, smart, Bradley, like, come on, like, come on. <laughs> it's no wonder they are the worst rebounding team. They're one, one of the worst yeah. rebounding teams in the playoffs. Stop one of one of my fun, my favorite stories so far from this playoffs was. Uh, when the Raptors came to the Bucks Arena, they played they play the, the Barney theme song. They played the Barney theme song, <laughs> you know, because Barney is a cute yeah. dinosaur, <laughs> and they proceeded to slaughter them. <clears throat> I mean, their meme yeah. game is on point, man. Yeah. But I mean, back to my point, like being a Raptors fan must be so weird because you see this coming, and you hope. No, I how get- do you know? How do you see this coming? Like, if this is what's going to happen in the playoffs, then why do you get the top seed? You understand? Like, I mean, last year they were the two seed. Yeah. This year they are the three seed. You're going against, you know, I mean, come on. You're going against the sixth seed, and you're and you're actually, you know, you're actually struggling. Every year, every this is the second year where it feels like their stars haven't showed up for the playoffs. And that's a very big knock on their stars, to be honest. And it's a shame for Lowry because he returned in. He during returned the, right in time, exactly. Season, he and took then he time looked off good during the season. And he looked to good. Heal. And he looked good with the few games he played. Everyone was like, you know what? I mean, he was only back for four games. Yeah, but everyone was like, you know what? Playoffs, Lowry is a thing of the past. And then this defeat happens. Is, is, yeah. is, is there a mentality thing? It it has to be a mentality. It thing. feels like a block at times, doesn't it? It has to be a mentality thing. But you also have to understand that playoff defenses are different. Playoff schemes are slightly different. Yeah, you know, the game is slower. Because Larry said something about there being too many hands in his face for every shot, but that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's because true. these are set defenses you're going to play against. And also, They've the Bucks are playing to their strength, man. Those guys are crazy wingspan. They have make a shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why? Why would they do otherwise? Yeah, why would they do otherwise? Yeah. Everyone's playing to their strengths, but when you now have two of the most dynamic scorers, like two, like one of the top scoring duos in the NBA, you expect. More. You understand now having a minus ten, minus fifteen in their points per game. Yeah, these are your starters. These are your starters. These are your stars. You know you have to say. Hmm. I mean, if you have a player like Demar Derozan missing all his shot attempts and having eight, <laughs> oh, eight, yeah, eight feel, points yeah. because of free throws, I feel like that's. <laughs> I mean, you really have to stop and say, "Wow! If our primary scorer isn't getting his, yeah. how are we going to stay in this?" Even right? if I pick somebody around now who's never played NBA two K and I gave him the controllers. <laughs> I feel like they're able to manage more than eight shots. Yeah, I mean it's a video game, but still, he's eight a profe- points with the mad. He's a professional NBA player, so respect yeah. is due. But man, you know, that was a stinky game. Because come on, come on, come on! You're one of the top seeds in the East, you know. So what are you doing? Are you just making it to the playoffs just to be there? You understand? So how do the fans feel? Because is this success? You know, would you rather not make the playoffs? Would you rather be a low seed? So that when you get knocked out in the first round, you're okay with it, knowing yeah. that, hey, we really didn't win that many games. Yeah, because for the Bucks now, it's like they've won a playoff yeah, game. Huge, yeah. It's all part of town. Exactly. No, but then if, if, if your fans know better, if, if they know better that your team can be better, you, 
But it's reasonable to expect them to be better because they're better than this. Arguably, they're the second best team in the East. I mean, all players and starters. Third best. Well, we, well, fine. Celtics. Are we counting Celtics as the second best? Or the you're Celtics counting, are the one seed. Or you're counting the Wizards. Or you're going by the rankings. I mean, when we came into the season, okay. looking at the players, looking at acquisitions after the trade deadline, it was Cavs, then Raptors, and maybe Celtics. By then, the Wizards were pumping, coming up full steam ahead. Ah, Look now, at it's, this. <laughs> now, now it's maybe. Now it's maybe, huh? Oh, <laughs> okay. okay, now it's now it's maybe. But I mean, the, the, I guess I guess that just means we should move on to the Celtics, and I guess it's interesting that they took a game. But I I I feel like this. This, this series is this series is not over. Celtics Bulls. Celtics Bulls is not over. I mean, Rondo being out played a played a major role. It's insane. But these things happen. It's insane how good <laughs> again Rondo is. He goes to the mouse, has a terrible whatever it's stint that was. Ben's bridges. A goes Rondo to, stint. Yeah, goes to the Kings. He was on the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Ben's bridges goes to Chicago. He seems to be leading the mutiny against Wade yeah. and Butler, and then the playoff turns around, and Rondo just shows you everything about his game. Though, Did you see him trip Jay Crowder? I mean, he said he was stretching out his leg, yeah? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, wink, wink. That. No, but I see Rondo is that player that on your team, he has a nastiness to him, an edge, yeah. and he just makes Except for nasty player you don't want to play against. You want him on your team. You don't want him on the other but team. But seriously, does this, you know, beg the question that are there, like, playoff players? Like, there are players, there are. Who, are, there are players who are made for the playoffs. There are. I mean, the you slower understand? pace there of are. the game definitely mm-hmm. does yeah. help there certain are. players. So, for someone like Rondo, like, the playoff just brings out that feeling of, you know, this is, this, no, is, this is my stage. Yeah, but, that, but, you, but you realize that happens with the more experienced players. That's how come uh, a team like the Bulls just wanted to creep into the playoffs. They didn't care how they made it into the yeah. playoffs. How a team like Spurs is able to just, you know, carry a bunch of 39 or 35-year-olds, dump them into the playoffs, and suddenly they get to their Western Conference Finals. You know, like the Bulls are the type of team that you, when you look at their roster... You can tell it's dysfunctional, but they have so much experience between Wade, Rondo, and Jimmy Butler that nobody would want, like, nobody would conceivably want to play them being the eighth seed. Because being the eighth seed, you'd expect the one seed to just wipe them up. To just wipe them out, but this is a tough team to play because there's a ton of playoff experience it's between go to those seven, three. Most likely, you, you think it's going to go to seven? I feel like it's not over. I feel like the Celtics can still take this, but it's it's a series where I mean, Rondo mistakes out, mistakes count a lot. Rondo out definitely does help uh, for whatever reason. Again, we've talked about this all all season long. Rebounding, man. <laughs> <laughs> Defending, I don't even know anymore. But your team is your, that's how that's how your team is set up to play. Exactly. It's just and you know, so when it gets to the point where you can't really complain about the rebounding because this is how your team is set up to play. So you should have figured out how to you know. So you should have that. figured how how to play through that you know as a weakness because I mean even the Bulls have I mean trading away Taj Gibson they've given away quite a bit of their mm-hmm. offensive rebounding mm-hmm. as well, but. When it came down to it, in the first few games, man, Lopez, Robin Lopez looked like, you know... I mean, against the Celtics, yeah. He <laughs> looked like Godzilla out there, man. Right. <laughs> you, have, you have Olenek trying to... Oh, my God. Trying to break people's arms, man. It's a mess. Yeah, he did that last season as well. I mean, he Love. broke Kevin Love's arm. Yeah. And now you see him, like... 
I don't want to call Kelly a dirty player, but he he's he, he's, he's a like dirty he's on. a dirty player. <laughs> he just had two instances, but two very bad instances. Yeah. When it's looking Let's like. put it this way: um, Patrick Beverly injuring Russell Westbrook. Yeah, if he ever hits him that way again, it's intentional. It's a dirty player. You know, the knives are the daggers are going to come out. You know, I guess Kelly Kelly doesn't get that rap because he does he seems he doesn't seem like the type of guy but mm-hmm. come on man, you're pulling someone's arm, you know, in a box out. You did that to someone and you know, he was out for the he was pretty much out for the series, man. You should watch yourself. Uh let's 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 wrap up uh, today's episode with uh Barclays. Barclays well for some insensitive comments towards IT. Uh don't oh, okay. want to share the story with our listeners. Yeah, so basically what he was saying was that seeing IT crying on the sidelines sidelines before the game, he felt like that that signified a player who wasn't ready to compete. And context for listeners who might not know, his sister died earlier. Yeah, his sister died earlier. Unfortunate car crash. Yeah, in a car crash. And yeah, he was crying before the game. And Charles Barkley was saying that, why would you put this person through this you know he's he's struggling with a personal situation and he's in him breaking down before the game makes you know that going into the game he's not mentally yeah mentally this person is you know not maybe not ready i feel like you're painting charles better than no but then that's <laughs> what he was that's what he was saying no 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 that's what he was saying trying to make charles come out great yeah, see um, he said great i have I mean, Charles, Charles Charles has been a great player. Charles Barkley has been a great basketball He was a great basketball player. <laughs> but Charles the Pundit? But Charles, the, I, I honestly <laughs> can't stand Charles the Pundit. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's his whole, it's his whole anti-progressive stance. We used to be tougher. You know, he's, he, I, I mean, he's, really? he was, he's, 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 I mean, he did he's call, so he called, anti-analytics. He a and, wimp for more Yeah, and the way, and, and the way he voiced, you know those sentiments, calling them nerds who couldn't get the girls. You know, like he he always. Well, yeah, I, mean, I feel like, like that. that's part of his luster. That's why they like him because he doesn't have a filter and he says how he feels. Okay. But I feel like he's a he's a he's a he's a dinosaur from an era, from a foregone era, and he has to really respect people enough to choose his words carefully. There are ways to say these things without being so offensive. But his words. There was were, something that he said. He said his words. I don't were, think he's being paid to think. About his words and say them, <laughs> deliver them with you know. He, yes, he, but he said he felt sorry for him. But no, he his his words were that seeing a man cry made him uncomfortable. Yeah, made him uncomfortable. And it's no, not. But but then he said it made him uncomfortable for him, not him, I not listen, Barkley. I have watched that video quite a oh, few times. Most, come on, Donald. he said it made him uncomfortable <laughs> for it. We are going to play. <laughs> we are going to play the audio and <laughs> you guys are going okay. to make up your mind about it. But to say I'm not feeling comfortable with him sitting on the sideline crying like that. Uh that makes me uncomfortable. So that tells me uh he, he's not in in shape to play. I mean, I don't know how this night's going to turn out, but to be sitting on the sideline a few minutes before the game crying, uh that makes me uncomfortable for him. Uh, that's just that's just not a good look in my personal opinion. I mean, this guy lost his little sister. She, when I heard it, I felt like he was going to pretty much take the season off 
and that would be justified because mm-hmm. when I had it, I was done with the playoffs to be honest. I was like, you know what, we came. You you you, you, you understand like, some things. You know, some things are much more important. Some things are much more important than basketball. Yeah. This is family, yeah, and 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 in a way, and can't you say? But that was what Barkley was trying to say. That is not what he was trying to say. Really, that is you don't you don't need to sugarcoat Barkley's words. He said, <laughs> "Seeing a man, but you see, you 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 sound as if he can control his emotions because honestly, I have been I had already been warming up to it." <laughs> He's getting like, to the end of the season. <laughs> Moose is now fully invested in IT. You know, and a few of you who follow me on Twitter know this because I listened to a few of his interviews, especially when he was on the Bill Simmons podcast. And he just came over as such a chill dude, you know, as someone who really has his head screwed on right, you know, someone who has a chip on the shoulder, and someone who competes hard in spite of his limitations. And that's just inspiring. But now, being able to play a basketball game a day after your sister passes away. He's one of, I mean, he's, he's pretty much one of the strongest people I know. I think he's got like 30 plus points. Strangely enough, he had, a, he had 33 points yeah. in that game. He played a great game. We did not lose because of him. <laughs> you understand? It the Celtics lost, but it else. wasn't because of him. He shot over 50% yeah. from was, the field. It was everybody else, man. He was, he, he was great. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know if so. I don't know if so if any of you have dealt with loss, but it hits you. You know, it hits you. You need time to grieve. You know, and I feel like he didn't. He didn't really doesn't have time. But it doesn't mean you're incapable to perform your duties. Yes. Or re- responsibilities. Fine. Yes, but it's understandable if it gets in Ex- the way. No, exactly. Exactly. It's understandable. He didn't let it get in the way. So for Charles to now say these things about him, whilst he was sat on the bench. You know, shedding tears because come on, come on. It just happened. It just happened. What like you, what, no, Charles. Honestly, like what, be sensitive. What just so, no, please. What I got from be what sensitive. Was no, listen. A lot of <laughs> a lot of Charles Barkley apologists have tried to twist his words. Let's be honest here. Charles is insensitive, no, and so this was just crossing the line. You could have just said. Hey, this is really sad. I'm just laughing at Donald trying to get away. And I feel, I feel, I feel so sad seeing him like this. It saddens me to see him like this. No. But you were making Charles made it about him. He didn't make it about it. He made it about him. No. And he no, he said it made him uncomfortable. Well, nobody cares about how you feel, Charles. Him. No, he didn't say for him. Really? He said it makes me uncomfortable. I Those just, were Charles' him. words. I just have a he huge said, no, grin said, on my face said, to see Moose finally stand up and defend IT. No, no, no. The superstar. But Moose, he said it made him, Charles Barkley, Yes, uncomfortable. He made him uncomfortable. No, how can it make you uncomfortable for him? The man is crying. Listen, so Moose, if you saw if you saw someone crying randomly, how are you? Don't you ever feel bad? Don't you ever feel bad? But I don't feel uncomfortable for him. No, for him that was that that, that's what that's what he's uncomfortable for someone who's grieving. That's what he's saying. That is not what Charles is saying. Charles is an (laughs) egotist who won't feel who won't feel uncomfortable for someone else. (laughs) Granted. But in the context of the scenario Donald yeah. is describing, I think what he's trying to he's, see, Donald is trying to twist the scenario to make <laughs> Charles come off. No, I'm as, just, no. no. But I, I don't think Donald. I feel like we all agree that what Charles said was a bit on, was very much a low blow and was very much uncalled for. That's all I'm saying. That's it. But then I guess the argument being pushed forward that, like you said, Charles is a bit of an old dinosaur. 
and maybe he's a kind of person that doesn't know how to say something warm <laughs> towards the person. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So in his expressing that hey, I saw you crying and that kind of I feel sorry for you. And that was before but we have to clarify that was before the game. Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't he broke down mid game. Yeah, true. Yeah. You see, that was before the game and he had his game face on all game. You know, there were even times when Marcus Smart messed up some of, you know, his 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 defensive duties mm-hmm. and he was calling him out on the court for it. He was locked in and you know, you have to respect that kind of compartmentalization because I mean it's insane. It just it's, happened. It's, it's absolutely insane. When he I heard this when I heard this when I heard the story of his sister passing away, I just thought what are the odds? Like of like not to be but of all the things that could happen to someone before a playoff game. You know, wow. And even, you know, players like Rudy Gobert who a few seconds into this first the first game he hurt his knee, he came out to say, Hey, you know, he realizes there are more important things in basketball than hurting your knee. Yeah. You know. Do you understand? And this is this is what he said. I'm uncomfortable with him crying on the sidelines like that. It's a bad look. Come and on. on. And on that note, we're gonna leave our listeners to decide for themselves how they feel about Barkley. Uh do let us know. Share your thoughts and comments with us uh, on Twitter. It's at GCRATW. Our email address is uh, <laughs> the oh, our email address is after the whistle <laughs> at the goalcoastreport.com. Sorry, guys. Right <laughs> Having a brain fart moment. Yeah. And on Twitter and hey, on Instagram and Facebook, uh, our handle is yeah, at the Gold Coast Report. And, and also, I mean, if if you're watching the playoffs, you could just use the GCR ATW hashtag to let us know what you think, who you who your favorite players are, you know, how you're enjoying the playoffs. Like, and yeah, I mean, watch with us, make it a conversation, and we'll definitely try and get uh, big man Moose here trying to get some comments and share ATW comments on the main Twitter accounts going, so you guys can see what we what we think, share our thoughts with you. Uh, we take a one week break. Make sure to check out old episodes. If you enjoyed our episode, please share with two friends. For myself, Cyril, Donald, and Moose, we enjoyed having you listen to us. ATW. What's, what's our phrase, Donald? Dominate the conversation. Dominate the conversation. <laughs> all right, bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, it's guys. a wrap. Neymar, Busquets. Se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de Liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano Se espatarra el bicho Va a golpear con la derecha Chuta Cristiano Gol Costa turns out the finals Hazard Won the title for Leicester City tonight Irving and Curry, one-on-one, Irving puts it up, it's go, Kyrie Irving from downtown!